0: Mr. McClure, I have a crazy friend who says it's wrong to eat meat. Is he crazy?
1: No, just ignorant. You see, your crazy friend never heard of the food chain. The food chain. Just ask this scientist. He'll tell you that in nature, one creature invariably eats another to survive. survive. Shout out to Troy McClure.
2: I act like I have personal stake in Marvel movies for the most part. They don't move me as much as a few things that I wrote off. It's the Haitian Humphrey Bogart. Whatever medium you put me in, I make some dope art. Doe in Bart. your wildest dreaming, I want no part.
0: Cream separate to cheese and stretch out over dough starch. Cheddar Bay baked a better way to say go large. Take no credit for your efforts. Ay, hey bro, no
2: charge. No charge. stuck stock me a creative. It ain't working out, so far sick of waiting for the gates to open gatekeepers haters scared of real exposure counterparts past read like villain origin stories in soap operas it ain't over it it's ain't absorbing over. poorly so the coming storm will flood the fortress
0: sweep the dust into some devil swiss embellished with the horns of beasts we felt atop our soapbox and left to feed the carrion. i guess you'd say we're pretty fucking far from merry men Mary men Pile of dirty linen on the floor what you gonna do shut the fuck up just stay focused on in front of you pile of dirty linen on the
2: floor what you gonna do shut the fuck up just shut the fuck up Shh. can't stand it when cartoons break dance that's rock bottom like dwayne johnson ass after it's canceled recast and rehash make another one but different and the same they gonna love it or hate it when we're done doesn't matter they gonna see it anyway
0: Recent analysis was highly illuminating. Upon further investigation, we've
3: concluded... So yes, welcome to another no amazing hypothesis. episode of Hip-Hop Heads. I am no Sage, along with Novak, as always, talking about our favorite hip-hop moments. I am on these streets, as you can hear from the outside chatter. Live, prodding right now. But part two with Crave, a.k.a. Captain Cook. Back in the house. Sir. What's up, man? Yes, sir. Thanks, you. Thanks for remembering that. Yes, sir. I've reached deep in the bag for your AKAs. Yo, right. I, I got plenty of things to talk to you about, but there's three in particular. One, you dropped the new album with Doc Watson. Super amazing. We're going to get into that. Thank you. Two, you got a show coming up this weekend. We got to talk about that. Right. And finally, I wanted to circle back because I didn't get to talk to you in part one about this, about your unabashed love for our five dogs.
1: Oh, it's it, it's both. It, it it goes both ways.
3: But me and front right. right? I, I, feel,
1: think, that.
3: I uh, feel it. Uh, so, what what do you want to cover first? Let's 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 talk about the show because obviously it's kicking off the Saturday. Um, where is it going to be at? I think Reggie's, right? It'll be at Reggie's, the front room. Which I don't I don't know what that means.
1: Um, I've been in all the rooms. I just don't know the, the labels of the rooms. I, I I'm I'm mad excited because I'm I'm not going to front or lie like uh. I've been really jealous and envious of other people that got to perform at Reggie's, even though it's not like mm. the fanciest looking venue, and it's actually kind of retroactive, you know, and, and kind of uh antiquated to, to 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 be polite. But um, it's got heart and and this vibe and this this feel that uh that I, I respect it a lot, and and I I be I've been trying to get ever since we used to do stuff like I've had my eye on it and then it only grew like, man, I want to perform here. And um, I've hung out there a couple of times. And just the vibe to me is unmatched in Chicago. And and, and it's so versatile. It's like, I mean, I'm not going to say it's super progressive or the dopest ish ever, but it's like, man, I'm hungry. I'm gonna grab some food. And then like, or I'm gonna go listen to this other band real quick. I'll be right back or, or there's like yo before we go I'm gonna go buy some records and then there's there's a whole thing the the rooftop like to me it's like it, it's so Chicago like go listen to a DJ grab some food drinks and, like shoot a little hoops like re, re, and, and just uh, the the length of time it's been going like like the Reggie's tradition like I'm, I'm flattered to be a part of it so like um I feel very indebted to green lights. Very very much like, uh, I'm proud of them for getting it for their release party, too. Um, and I I shouldn't say like proud, but like, um, yeah, I I am though, I'm I'm proud of them as a group. And and you know what? Um, I meant to bring this up, man. Hey, do they not remind you of us like in Third Islanders, bro? Like at that Golden Dagger show, I was having flashbacks on these dudes, sound like us, and the guitarist was at our first show the green lights guitarist was at the first third Islander show at the note because um, he was always there. <laughs> like uh, his best friend was the manager. Um, so RB, the guitarist for, for green lights. And, and you know, um, he's a very, he's a very reserved dude. He's very critical. And I'm, I'm real critical. I critique a lot of people, people call me a hater and I, I embrace it because it's funny, but um, I don't really hate people. But, you know, uh, there's a few, but I, I don't really hate most groups. I, I just I feel like everybody might need critique at one point. And if you see it, like I don't know, I went to art school for for years, and, and like you get critiqued, bro. You know, by your peers, and, and like it, it never feels good. But then when you do your next assignment, it's just like I'ma show these motherfuckers. I heard you, like you know, like and you fix it, and, and then you're going to get critiqued again, but you know, you improved. So, so it's like, uh, um, I, I welcome the critiques and RB is a dude that critiqued me a lot. Um, cause he felt comfortable doing it. But, um, <clears throat> after, uh, the performance at the note, he was like, y'all, y'all got something, you know, and he was like, he was like, y'all got something. And, and, um, and then, uh, he, he saw me painting live once at the note, and he pulled me aside, and he's like, "You know, I don't like most of the shit you do." And I was like, "Thanks." <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "But uh, that painting was on point. Like, you—you're no joke." And I was like, "Thanks." You know, and, and like so, uh, you know, um, his. Uh, and the funny thing is, uh, speaking more Third Islanders, his best friend was was the manager, and uh, his best friend heard me rapping, and I'm the doorman. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like he was saying, like, my job is to, you know be security and so like i'll be at the note and subterranean i worked at both on both hip-hop nights both open mic nights i was working and and i'm a dude who who um i got perfect attendance at gordon tech you know all four years so like i i don't i don't miss days at work um especially like it's hip-hop like i was going to be there anyway (laughs) you know what i'm saying (laughs) but like I'll be at the door and there's so many whack MCs just going and, and, and getting on the mic. And, and I'll just say to one of the doormen, yo man, you need to watch this door for like five, 10 minutes. And I, I'll get on the mic and, and, and you know, I, like I, my freestyle is I freestyled most of supernatural. Most of my first album it's freestyles. So, uh, and, and, um, even my second album, age of Aquarius, <clears throat> that's the second version of it with different beats produced by Iowa Rockwell. I, I had already recorded most of the album most of it not every verse with this other producer i went to gordon with this graffiti writer named task who's an incredible producer also and with this other graffiti writer who's an incredible graffiti writer one of the best in the in the states like top ten this cat in my opinion is cat yams and he can he can freestyle too but um so but we we ne- we never released it we we all started beefing it and it never happened so Rockwell was like, yo, if you got some heat, I'll re-record it for you. So like all almost all my albums are mostly freestyle. So when I get on the mic at the at the open mic night, like I tear these dudes up and RB from Greenlights, like uh he he told he and Ronnie were impressed, and Ronnie started DJing at at the manager of the notes started DJing at other clubs around the city. He would just have me go with him in freestyle. And um, that got me like really into like trying to perform at a lot more clubs and those guys had a lot of respect for Reggie's and they would be like oh you'll never get in here like you guys aren't going to get a show here and so for all of us to be at Reggie's this Saturday man it's it's. I hate I hate using it I hate saying this I feel like a goofy but it's like a dream come true man like it feels goofy but this is like a dream come true I've been rehearsing like pretty hard for this show like I really want to impress people, I, I wanna make it like one of the best shows people have been at, you know?
3: Yo, that's super dope. Um, May 27th at like 8 p.m., right, at Reggie's? Right,
1: right. I, I'm glad I didn't know it was that early, but that's good.
3: Yo, so like, yeah, you with green lights, very, like every time I hear them cats, like I get I get energized, they're all amazing. Uh, I think I seen people I can see how smooth actually perform at Reggie's, so that definitely is the historic joint. Uh, uh, back Have you ever seen anybody perform there before?
4: Uh, yeah, I know about P Rock and Still school. I tried to get in that night. I know what that is. It's like uh, it's right around the corner off of that Wabash or that State. Yeah, uh, right before you hit uh, Ceramac. Surmac I didn't know. Yeah. Damn, they were there.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Camp Low opened for them as well, man. What?
4: Camp Low did them, and they did um, they did House of Blues in the same week when they were in town. Where was I? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, wow. oh wow that, that that's mind-blowing man.
3: no yeah but i totally echo what you're saying about reggie's i never got to perform there in the third album of the days when i was doing this with you so it's, it's it's dope to hear you you all coming full circle there and you're already sort of talking about the supernatural album man so that dropped i've been playing that on repeat man oh thank you yo
1: video dave said i'm like really okay like I guess it's not that bad. <laughs> it's like it's funny to say. It's the album's growing on me. Like uh, you'll you'll hear I changed one or two things on one or two songs that I I forgot to change, or I didn't feel comfortable recording um, a couple of hooks because um, I felt like man this I don't want to sound like everybody else. But then I spit the hook for Doc later, and he was like kind of like we did with Third Islanders and, 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 and living, we are just like, all right, that's not an album, but we're going to spit that live. You know what I'm saying? So like, um, I, that happens to a lot of people, but, um, I, I'm, uh, the, the more I hear it, the, the more comfortable I am with the album. And, and, and like, I'm, I'm still like, I still can't get over like some of this dude's lyrics, man. This dude can really rap like doc, doc Watson's like, uh, MC's MC. So it's really, um, impressive. I, I don't know if you got to hear it. Uh, so what do you think about the, the album Novak? I'm very curious about your, your opinion. If it's cool to ask you questions. (laughs) I've
4: been talking to you and I get the mute on, man. I'm sitting there like, uh, you know, it was, you know, with super, supernatural like base, you could tell, you can hear the freestyle. You can hear the fact that you in the zone on that album. It's like you, you, you in a whole different like plane. You can hear what, you know, Watson's production brings like it creates this imagery, and you hit that imagery like in, in route. That album, like when I listen to it in the car, you know, I listen to a lot of people in the car. You know, I got No Stage on, I got everybody on the car. And one thing about Chicago hip hop is that. It's so creative, man. Compared to like listening to hip hop from New York today, or listening to hip hop from other, you know, like from other areas of the state. Uh, Supernatural is nice. I mean, like you know, it it flows. It's one of those albums where you ain't got to stop a track to go pick up another track. You know, some some albums you listen to two songs, you put it back, you turn it off, you go to the next album. No, your stuff flows, man. Like you listen to it. I could be I could be working in my kitchen or something like that because now I'm now starting to listen to music while I, while I clean up because I don't want to pay a maid service. So I'm cleaning my house and listening to Supernatural one day. My wife goes, this is pretty catchy. Who is that? Oh, that's Crave. She goes, from the podcast? I'm like, so you listen to So I felt out my wife listened to that episode. She goes, man, that dude got some stories. Is that the guy from Sub-T? I'm like, yeah, that's the dude for Sub-T. Because she 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 remember she remember, she remember who you were. She, go, she used to go to a bar around the corner, the bouncer. <laughs> but he can flow. I'm like, yeah, that's him. So my wife knows who you are. It's hilarious, man. That's wild. It's wild. I'm, I need
1: all the friends I can get because mm-hmm. I'm losing a lot of friends from the comments I'm making on uh, Twitter. So
3: like, <laughs> Twitter. Hey, <was> <laughs> that's super <laughs> hilarious. But yo, man, like, yeah, like, um Iowa Rockwell's production is on um, point as always I agree with no like it's flowing it's like it goes from one track to the next you almost don't realize it's changing up on you I, I'm surprised <laughs> I said not that he wasn't saying it wasn't dope, but he was, like, sort of stepping back about the whole process as well. I don't know if he was sort of overwhelmed, but he thought the whole experience with all three of y'all was definitely full on, and y'all, like, poured all your heart on it. And I'm like, yeah, man, like, it feels like it. y'all put, like, so much energy into it. Like, the tracks that, for me, that kind of, like, ring out is the, uh, the NFT track, because when I saw y'all perform that live, I was like... What the hell is going on right now? <laughs> that's, what
1: that's what everybody said. What the says. fuck like, is
3: this? Like that's what everybody's
1: been saying. Like, what the hell is happening? And um, and I was holding back. I was holding back because I was like, the shoes actually make a lot of different colors. And um, and I, I had I had other stuff that lights up and I was gonna put the mask on and and like and I, I had like a a surprise, like shirt on under under the under the hoodie I had on a shirt that matched the shoes and, and I was like you know what I'll save all this for Reggie's or for for a for a, a festival if we get a f- in a festival and the last minute I, I just decided I'm not going to use all the colors on the shoes and, and I'm not going to go full hard because I, I don't want to shock everybody I don't know if they're going to be ready but I was like but they're not even going to be ready for this <laughs> but um yeah, like uh NFTs was gonna be on my solo joint, which uh which which I just finished with, with Iowa and um I, I'm like I'm super excited. <laughs> like this dude's beats are ridiculous. I, I feel like mm-hmm. I want to play you guys some of it, like, but um, I don't know if that's kosher. But um <laughs> I, I just uh NFTs like uh I couldn't find nobody wanted to be on it <laughs> with me. I asked I don't I don't I don't want to name names cuz I'm not making fun of them. I'm not making fun of them at all but but there's one dude whose name is um <laughs> but uh his name has NFT in it and uh he's an MC and he's I right. but he helped me get my NFTs um which were recently stolen so I'm kind of wary of crypto but uh he helped me get my NFTs and I was like this dude raps he knows a lot of people close to me that are really important to me. So I was like, yo, that's like, I like this guy. Like, let me get him on the album. I told Rockwell, and it's crazy. The day I told Rockwell, like I want this one dude on my album, I was about to uh, hit him up and he hit me up while I was with Rockwell. And I'm like, this is insane. And he was was live with a friend of mine who performed at my birthday party at the Promontory. And I was just like, wow, like I want y'all on this track. And I sent both of them the track and he, and he said, I've been playing it in my crib, like while I'm cooking. And my wife heard it and she was like, who the hell is this? And, and he was like, it's Crave, you know, the, the artist I just did the NFTs with. And she was like, yo, he could really rap. And, and he was like, so I don't know if I could rap well enough to be on this joint. And I was like, are you serious? And so like, I sent it to another MC who was always a sub T, one of my favorites. Um, now, now this story is different. It's Novacane, and um, I was like, well, I know Novacane.
4: Yeah, I was, like, I was
1: like, he's dope. You know, like um, I, I was always jealous of him because he'd be with some girls that that like don't know why I rap, and so they would be like, Novacane's the greatest, and I'd be like, I'm I, I rap too, you know. <laughs> like, and they're like, nah, you're just a doorman, man, you know. And I'm like, no, I I, I can rap, you know, and, and, and like. Then he would get on the mic and I'm like, this dude is no joke, man. Like, this dude is cold. So, like, I'm, I'm, I never slept on Novocaine. And I, I he he, he I, apparently he lives around here because I see him at every bar around this crib, my house. Like, I don't, I don't really go to these bars unless I'm picking up food or meeting somebody to pick him up. And um, he would be there and he's like the life of the party. And I'm like, this dude is going to be perfect on this track. And he wanted to do it, except. It's crazy. Um, he got a job the week we were supposed to start cooking and and hitting the lab. Like he's got Iowa's address, everything, and um, he was just like, "I can't do it. Like I work nine to five. And so we we've, we've been trying to get him in there, but he just hasn't had time. And, and as you were saying, like Jason, like I, I sacrificed. Like I, I called into work a lot to to finish this album, and it, and it really messed up my paychecks so like I I put a lot I put a lot into it you know but um so uh we couldn't get Novocaine and I I hit up I don't want to say their names but I hit up one or two other MCs and and they were just like I don't know if I can match your flow on it so I was like this is never going to get done And we're at the lab and and, um I was like Iowa and I are like why not Doc Watson and I was like yeah let's take it off my album put it on um Supernatural and um Like it just, it it just worked out perfectly. And uh, we just finished my album last week. So everything, everything came together perfectly with that track. And um, that track is, it's my favorite track on the album um, because I I don't care if I keep getting unfollowed. I've seen 13 UFOs plus that damn owl man everybody's talking about. I've seen that thing. Like I've seen it. So like um, the track is like, and, and Chicago is considered one of the most supernatural places in the world, third most supernatural sightings in the world. I've seen so many UFOs in Chicago. It's it's not even funny anymore. It, it's it, it kind of makes me a little anxious. So <laughs> to like so like I had to make the track, um, and, and uh, like th- this this performance, I'm gonna go super hard with this track. Like super hard. Like um, I, I really didn't expect, man. No sage when when the audience started screaming a hook back to us, and when we didn't even. We need to ask the audience for audience participation. And, and I got to talk to talk about that. Cause like I always told the third Islanders and then when we started the umbrellas, um, I always told them like, do not tell the crowd to move up, to come to the stage. Do not tell the crowd to spit the hook back with us, call and response. I was like, yo, we are dope. Once we start rapping after a couple of verses, no matter where we are, if people are going to run to the front of the stage and our hooks are so dope. Like no matter what happens, they're going to spit the hooks back to us. And it's precisely what happened at uh, a hairpin. And so I was like, this is happening just like I pictured it. And so like, um, it's, it's, it's it's my, sorry to ramble. It's my favorite track on the album. It's my favorite track. Uh, Um,
4: I like, um, I like Dirty Lannan uh their nice and i like uh mother track on the free lunch free lunch is hilarious <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes uh I, I we 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 rehearsed. we've been rehearsing free lunch a lot because we both <laughs> we both kind of fumbled through it but um but but yeah they, they, they're those are mostly freestyles but they're based on like they're based on like personal experiences and and i'm hoping that that could come through the album like um like uh like, a, a a lot of it, like, I'm, I'm making, like, for the gym rats more cut up than their trainer. Like, it's hilarious to me. Like, I, I wish I had a better body. You know, I, I'm, I used to be in a gym a lot, and I still didn't have the body I wanted. Maybe I wasn't disciplined. Maybe it's my genetics. And, and like, I'm looking at people, like, with with these big fat trainers and they're totally in shape and and, and i'm just like i was always shocked like what are you paying this person for like just you need somebody to tell you what to do like that and that's really what it is like they they just want somebody telling them what to do and and it's like you're in great shape like just do what they just showed you do by yourself but uh like so every line to me is based off of uh something that that stuck stuck with me either like Uh, Graffiti, or or in Golden Gloves boxing, or 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 working the door at at like all these hip hop joints all over the city. Um, I'm like this is mostly what the album's about to me. This how I'm coming where that's where I'm coming from with it.
4: Mm -hmm.
3: I think every track has a story, like you said. Like I think every track we could have a podcast discussion about. Like the other two that I keep coming back to besides NFT is um. Get the flight and it's a small world but when you were just mentioning just a moment ago about like you don't want anybody to do call response you just want the crowd to react to stuff like that like that reminds me doc Watson is also a perfectionist like that like I think he has this rule he doesn't like to do any covers when he performs live so now like I'm thinking about you three in the lab you doc in Iowa like you all are perfectionists and it feels like I feel like it's overwhelming, but it's like the perfect recipe. I'm glad y'all had no features other than Iowa in it, and I think I think it was like perfection to be honest. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Doc. Doc was a he was adamant about that because I brought in a couple MCs and um, he didn't agree with them. <laughs> he, he was just like, like he he and, and he's a very straightforward man. So he 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 was like straight to their face. Like I don't think he belongs on this album, um, and I don't think it's gonna work. Like I think it's just gonna be the two of us, and um, like we we had one or two sessions where where there's no recording. We we are just critiquing each other, and and, and um, uh, going over our our uh, our thoughts of, of like how to present music and, and our philosophy of of, of like hip hop, and, and so like uh, I mean, we we uh, there there were some points. Like when we we were we like some some of those sessions when we we don't even plan on recording, um they can go people's feelings could get hurt you know um you know peop people uh you know like all three of us say things that the other two people don't agree with but the one thing all three of us agree with is, is like it we are doing this to for whatever makes the music better and and it's for the betterment of the album and the performance and and, and like. And and it's and it's out of like love and respect uh, that, that we're we're being so critical of each other and 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 a discipline too because you know like this ain't our first rodeo so like we we all all of us have been through this before so we we want to make it also the best for the audience and and and, and we we have invested so much time into it we we don't we don't want it to be half assed but um but yeah yeah f- feelings got hurt you know with making decisions on songs, but, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, like I had to swallow my pride and be like, Oh, maybe this idea won't work and it will be better if, if for the group and for the album, if we do this. And, and, um, I'm I'm glad that I'm glad that reflects for the listeners. Thank thank you for listening. Thank, thank everybody for listening. Um, I have, I have like preset mental goals uh, on how many numbers I want all our albums to do. And we, 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 we're right there, so it could be better. We, we didn't do as great of job as marketing as we thought we could have earlier. But I feel like uh, after this show with the rest of the merch coming in, like I say in Gift of Flight and our merch, The Illest, you know, like to me, like as an artist, uh, as a visual artist also, merch is a big part of uh, the the uh, the culture and, and um the type of shows we do that's, that's how we're remembered and, 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 um, and, 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 and make any kind of money. So, so um, cause all the money we make off the album, we put into merch cause the goal is to get it on vinyl. So, um, mm-hmm. so we're, we're, uh, we're, we're, uh, we're grateful for anybody that listens even for a second. And, and, and if you can ascertain that, like, you know, we, we were very critical of each other, then um, that uh, I hope and yet still let it flow that, that's what really what we were going for. There were very few songs that like we took home and and um and kind of uh worked on like it like there there's one or two but but most of them it was just like man um like I have a philosophy with Iowa <clears throat> pardon me like Iowa's really deep and, and like his creativity is also super visual and so like he visualized he 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 comes up with with a name for, for whatever project he's working on. And then he tries to make it sound like the name. And so like, I'll tell you right now, I haven't changed any titles. We, we barely change the titles of what his original beat was. And then he has a description. I can't be giving away all Iowa secrets because some of them are straight up like industry secrets. But this dude, he has, he has a, 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 he's methodic. And he has a system. And so, like he's got mental notes on every track. And so like you you could ask him, like, what is this track about to you? and he, and then you look at your lyrics and it's it's exactly what he wanted, you know what I'm saying? And he wouldn't even told you like his notes, and it's after like you record, he'll be like, yeah, check this out when i when I made this track, like i I, I labeled it this, and I called it this. And I'll be like, "Wow, that's exactly what I was thinking." Like, uh, he, he's very intuitive when he makes beats and when he uh, when he titles them, and, and when he's editing. So, like, a, a lot a lot of the uh, uh, skits or, 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 or stuff he'll add later. Like, like um, in "Dirty Linen," I believe. Like I, I said, shot <laughs> Troy McClure. <laughs> you, you know, and. Um, yeah. So so like, I'll tell you guys a dirty linen story if we have like two minutes. Like, I want to uh, this one. Okay, so like, <laughs> I think one of our biggest fans, like uh, Lauren, she goes by Lulu online, super cute, but she's like a big fan, big supporter, and um, she had these pictures up with her on her on her um on her profile, and one was with Andy Dick. And uh, I can't stand dude. And I think I got in a fight with him once at a bar. Like, I think I think I might've kicked that dude out of sub Um, the, the, the actor, Andy Dick. Mm-hmm. I, thumb Club, I, I'm pretty sure I kicked him out. He was just talking too loud and starting shit. And I'm like, get your celebrity ass out of here, you know? And, um, and I saw her, like, I saw his arm around her and I edited it out on like a, a program. <laughs> <laughs> and I sent it back to her and cut him out the picture. And I was like, there, it's perfect now. And, uh, so we were joking about how much I hated him. Um, and, and somebody brought up some really horrible things about him, like how he's such a bad person. And I'm like, I just got that feeling. That's why I kicked him out of the club. And they were like, yeah, he's a jerk. And, um, and, uh, I heard he, he, uh, he had, um, I heard he was partially responsible for Phil Hartman being killed by his wife. And so I was like, fuck Andy, dick. And, and I was like, but I'm not, gonna be like fuck Andy Dick on, on my record so and and, and I don't want to get people depressed right before the, the song starts and be and be like uh shout out to like Phil Hartman R.I.P. Phil Hartman I, I was like maybe I can shout out Troy McClure and um uh, so I, like right and, and a theme in, in 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 uh for me in Supernatural is I shout out a bunch of people that helped inspired the song so um uh So I was like, shout out to Troy McClure. And then when we got, and then we just started going back. I had already written my verse verses and Doc was freestyling. And um, I'd written my first verse and then Doc started freestyling and we literally started battling in the lab. And Iowa was like, Oh, you gonna let him talk to you like that. (laughs) And Iowa was like getting Doc super hyped. Like, damn, you gonna let him spit like that? You, you don't have nothing to come back with? And Doc was like, oh, no, no, put that beat back on. <laughs> and, like, we, that, that's literally us battling, like, straight up battling each other. And, like, he started winning, so I'm like, yo, man, I ain't got no problems, see? Like, yo, like, he was coming so hard. Uh, and and uh, I was just like, oh, man, like, okay, let me just try to get out of this battle alive. I ain't never lost the battle. And this dude is like tearing me up like easily like three minutes later he's done with his verse and he's like what you got and I was like I got some and, and so like Iowa was like laughing and and, and instigating the whole thing and, and um and, and then he sent us the song back I didn't even think we were keeping it and it had the intro with with uh like <laughs> with with troy McClure and, and we went crazy I, I was I was just like this is perfect and, and it inspired so much, like it, it really got because that that to me that was going to be the last track. It was only going to be a six album demo, and and that was it. After uh, after Dirty Linen, we're done, and um and after Iowa, like put that that Simpsons like sample in the beginning, mm. and it just it all came together. I was like, <laughs> and, and I was like, this is one of the craziest songs I've ever done, like. From start to finish. But that that's that's that piece, as those poets say.
4: <laughs> so you guys got so you guys got in the studio and you he, you took him to a whole different level, man. You probably he felt that energy and said, I gotta I gotta step up or step out. <laughs> he was <laughs> he was so charged when we made that song,
1: like mm-hmm. yo, he was so hype. I I really thought Dude was going to slap the shit out of me. I was like this, <laughs> this is going to be my Chris Rock moment right here. And and by the way, like I, I wrote that Chris Rock joke like um before the slap in in NFT and like like Pookie and Chris Rock. Like I I wrote that that was for my album which is supposed to come out a year ago and we decided to push it back for for supernatural. I mean, we we've been pushing it back. So like uh like that that, that song like <laughs> that verse has been there, but, um, yeah, it was a lot of energy for, for Dirty Linen. And, um, and, and like, I, I feel like Iowa knew that. And, and, and like, we needed a high amount of energy because that baseline is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm.
3: I'm glad that you shared that sparring story with you and Doc Watson and Iowa Rockwell instigating as a ref. Cause like, I feel like you, actually all three of y'all like probably, the most musical cast that I know personally. And I am i was sort of shocked to only see sort of like one, actually two sing-songy hooks, like one that Doc did on Small World. And then I think you had a sing-songy hook too. And that's why like back in the third violin days with you and me, like you would always come with a singing hook as Captain Hook. But like, I, I now get an inside glimpse that y'all actually were like sparring up with like the bars and y'all just had to match that energy like that.
1: Yeah, uh, we were going to sing more. Um- i i it's something i battle with like <clears throat> i got i got more work out with, with iowa dro- hopefully dropping um i'm i'm singing the whole project <laughs> believe it or not and i don't even know if i'm gonna go by crave with that because um i took a poll like in 2013 like uh hung out with a lot of women that year and um i was and, and like one, one instance like of me hanging out with a lot of women, it was literally that. It was like an Aquarius party. And um, these women that were all Aquarians and a, a couple other Zodiac signs, there were like nine of them. They, they were consistently inviting me and just this other one dude who was an Aquarius who coincidentally lived in one of the buildings that I was a landlord at because I was landlording at several buildings, including Rockwell's back then. And dude lived in Rockwell's building coincidentally. And um, so I'd seen him around and uh, I thought these women wanted to have an orgy. I'm pretty, and, and they told me that he'd done it when I, when I, like the next time that they all got together and I didn't show up, they're like, you should have come. Cause we all had sex together. And I'm like, what? Like, but um, I took a, I took a poll before I dropped um, an album that I never dropped actually. Cause I took a poll. Like, do you like, what, like, do you find, um?" and I played them some of the music and, and they were like, this it's all it's R and B, and I'm like, yeah, and, and they were just like, uh, sounds gay, <laughs> and I was mm-hmm. like, what? And, and, and I was like, what do you mean? And, and these are like, these are like super earthy, like, you would think like super progressive, women like all all like about like natural organic and LGBTQ, and they were just like, yeah, it's not it's not attractive when men sing. It's not masculine. And and I was just like, what the hell? (laughs) So like the next week I didn't drop my album and, um, I was hanging out with them and they're like, why didn't you drop your album? And I was like, you know, I'm singing on a lot of it and I don't want people to interpret me as feminine. Like, uh, and, um, it is saying no love below. Like, I mean, it, it was a lot like the love below, not that that inspired me. I started making my album at the same time. Um, and I just never released it. And so it was a lot like the love below. And, um, they were just like yeah like uh, um and then i was like well I, I did an album where i'm mostly singing and they're like oh but you're an aquarius it doesn't matter and i was like y'all are crazy y'all y'all are fucking insane like so so um Iowa and i have been working on an album with, with me singing a lot but um we didn't know if it really fit on this one because we were we wanted people to like concentrate on um on uh, the hard bars we were coming with but then but the the next, the next couple albums I'm dropping, there's a lot more, uh, singing and, and, and I'm gonna play a lot of instruments on, on top of, uh, the next couple albums. Like, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lace a lot of violin, keyboards, guitar. I, I started playing guitar and drums recently, like a year ago. And, and, um, I, like I've been for, for about a year, I've been rehearsing steadily playing guitar and drums and I started another band and, and um, Crazy thing is speaking of Doc's musicality, we recorded 12 tracks with my other band and um, and Doc came through to the studio for the last session after a year of recording, a year. This dude came through to the studio and the three tracks that he played bass on and I'm playing keys are the best three tracks on the whole album. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm like yo you need to do another album with me. And me he's like no nah, i'm focused on rapping right now and and, and and um yeah i gotta concur with you like iowa and doc are some of the most musical people i know that like i i've never i, I like it's crazy because you know i've known iowa so long and when we first started all this he wasn't our main producer it was a uh, as you know no sage it was a uh, currently video dave he goes by video dave now but back then he was max decibels and and um and uh surfboard team back then was known as a uh, super before it was super toy he was a concept ali and they made most of our first beats <clears throat> and then iowa got into the game re- like shortly after and um and now I-, I gotta say he's making beats for all of us which is crazy and, and like um then the, it's next level the people think that I'm being biased because you know the relation and, and us rocking together for so long but but like um the years I didn't record with them and I didn't record with a lot of people and um I was producing my own stuff for 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 years and um I didn't release everything but um like hit so like as a producer and as an MC and as a musician who plays like multiple instruments <clears throat> the, these dudes musicality can't is undeniable. Like they they're they're the they're they're at the top. And and it's not just their skill and talent and technique. It's, it's their philosophy to music, like the thought they put into it naturally and, and their research like it's like Iowa Rockwell to me like without question like is one of the best producers in Chicago and and, and Doc Watson to me is like one of the best MCs and, and, and I think that's due to how they approach music overall. You, you guys got to cut me off if I'm saying too much.
4: Hey, no, uh, no, nah, nah, I'm just vibing, man. I mean, you're telling great stories, man. I mean, you know, Rockwell, Rockwell's sound, man, it's incredible. It, it, makes you, it makes you envious. Like, what is that like in the studio with him? I mean, like, you know, when you work with other producers, I mean, this guy seems to put you right where you want to be every time you're in the studio with him. Every time um, the dude can,
1: like, if you get stuck with lyrics, he reminds you, like, inadvertently, like, I'm also a great MC. And so, like, there'll be, like, every one or two songs, I'm like, I don't know how to finish this song. Like, every maybe three or four songs. There's, there's at least three songs on this album and on my other projects where he, he wrote the last couple lines. And, um, like, Gift of Flight, um dirty linen uh it's just like you get stuck and he he has the perfect lines for you he he knows he knows what MCs are thinking um because he was an MC so long and he's been around musicians his whole life everybody in my family but rockwell got music lessons um his his dad was pushing him into sports um like everybody got music lessons so this is a dude who comes home and like he's he's you know, he comes home he, and we're not going to the basketball court, but everybody's playing an instrument around him. And he's like, I remember, so he's just sitting there looking and listening. And, and he looked kind of sad a lot, but, um, but you know, little did he know, but he, he knew we were all envious of the minute he got on a basketball court or the minute he put a baseball glove on. Like, it's not a sport that dude can't play or coach. You know, he's just, he, he's a super athlete, you know, like he, he, he could have gone pro, in anything really but like he loves music that much and um no one really got it no in the family <clears throat> but like like he told us man i've been paying attention to all y'all my whole life listening and so like you know we we grew up playing classical music man like and singing opera like real talk <laughs> like that's what our parents wanted us to do like uh, uh iowa rockwell's dad had a Bill Cosby type of jazz library. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. like it was like the biggest room in the house was not like, let me put it to this way. Iowa Rockwell's dad loved music at at one point in his life so much that he and his wife didn't sleep in the master bedroom. That's where he kept his records. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 and, and, and like they couldn't go anywhere else. That's how many records he, this man had. And, and so like this dude was was surrounded by music music since birth. And, and um and and then like for for like for him to and he's got like other secret secret techniques. He, he really studies it. And, and and uh, No Sage could tell you when you get to his lab, like you you take a look at his library, like his, his head's in the game. You know what I'm saying? Like he immerses himself with it when he's not, when he's not making music, he's learning and researching and trying new things. So like uh, his sound is always fresh, but like just uh, his approach to MCs, it, it it's really next level. I, I, I've, uh, you know, I've been, I've been rapping since third grade. That's when I first got on stage to perform, you know, and, um and, and uh. <clears throat> That's when I started making beats and, and rapping. It's third grade. And um, this dude uh, has that sensitivity to it. He was there and, and he uh, he understands, like, uh, since, since I've been rapping that long, I've been around musicians and engineers and producers and I've recorded with, like, I was telling Iowa this. I told him this just maybe two weeks ago. Like, I've recorded with, like, maybe 20 different Producers in Chicago, and like, n- not too many of them are garbage. You know, like, like at the level of rapping, I am. I really want somebody dope, and, and like, it's like I can't, I can't pay anybody anymore, and I can't, I can't work with 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 too many other producers anymore because they're just not on his level. And so, like, I'm sacrificing quality now in the experience, and, and in the product, and, and and it's like you you give iowa rockwell b material and he's going to give you an a song you know what i'm saying you you, you give him an a song he's going to give you an a plus um track back so so um so yeah it's it was like a it was crazy like uh like I, one of my favorite producers on the whole thing with iowa rockwell like I, i'd been to his lab and we uh we talked about making it, working on some stuff. I went with Yams, the other cat that I was working with before we went to task, we, we were freestyling. We were like, hey, we got something. So we freestyled in front of a couple people that came over to his crib while we were doing some events. And people were like, you guys are like the opposite of bad. Like, it's shocking. You guys, <laughs> like y'all y'all are painters and we're here to look at your artwork, but y'all are freestyling better than the MCs that are here. And we were just like, yeah, this is crazy. And so this one producer, Task, heard us freestyling and he was like, y'all wanna, y'all wanna come to the lab? And I was like, you got a lab? But um, and I was record, I've recorded, what, what I'm trying to say, I recorded with a lot of producers in, in Chicago and none of the experiences match this level of uh, skill and quality and, and, and discipline and, and creativity and, and flexibility. He's like some, you know, some producers, I don't know if y'all have been through this, but they're like, nah, you can't have this. You can't have these tracks. Like, or, or, or you record on something and you never hear it again. And it goes in their vault and, and, and like, or, or some producers are just like, and, and these are really talented dudes. Some dudes that maybe are on his level of sound. Like you get in the lab and you're super uncomfortable and they're like, you got your shit memorized. And it's like, I don't even know what we're going to do yet. And, and they're like, you don't have, Oh shit. That's,
3: that's, that was my low battery warning. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I, mean, I, I, I was actually going to cut back to the, the last topic because I actually have to um, leave in a sec. But um, I definitely want to say a quick word about Iowa Rockwell because we are going to have him on a podcast. You just triggered a mem- memory for me, bro, because, like, we were both on the same basketball team at one point, and he was class of 99, I was class of 97, and it was senior night, and I got to start. And I probably got like less than a minute a tick, and then here comes Iowa Rockwell and the Ace Squad to scoop us out. You know what I'm saying? So yes, he was definitely always coming with the game on any type of uh, court surface. True indeed. The the last topic I wanted to touch on, bro, because it's like I remember y'all y'all family. You I think Iowa and and Video Dave had a dog at one point, like named Five Dog, and I always just remember like the, the effects. Sh- affection y'all had and like even like in your rhymes i think you always try to throw fife in there whenever you can
1: yeah um thank thank goodness he named him fife but not tyson i wanted to name him tyson <laughs> looked like a boxer mix but um uh the dog reacted to fife better i think but um uh yeah i'd I'd had a lot of dogs before and um that was definitely the best even though i, I didn't do the greatest job with them at some times but uh, my brother left me with him so it was a bond between us that sometimes didn't go great. But um, the dog was just, it, it started acting like a person at, at one point. Like he thought he was people. And um, like it, like the dog, the, like I know it sounds campy cause we'd had dogs before, but this dog was like a family member. We, we had six dogs before that for different periods of time. And this one became like family immediately. And we have another one that kind of reminds me of Fife, but not, but it's still like a crazy dog. Fife was like a homie that you could hang out with at most of the time. Um, and, and so like I'm so glad he named them that. And and um and I can shout him out in a lot of rhymes and, and make it rhyme. And if you don't know me, you assume I'm talking about tribe, which is all good because I got mad love for tribe, mad love, you know. We pattern ourselves after them, and um, but at the same time, if you know me, <laughs> you know I'm talking about my dog. You know, and 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 um, and, and uh, I, I don't want to get like super emotional. Uh, I was gonna say uh, the the dog, uh, like uh, just being being able to uh, to to shout him out. Um, it, it it's like a uh, it it, ta- it takes it takes me back to the times where we were making music and the dog was around. It's a little centering, but um, you know I don't even believe in I didn't believe I don't believe in pets, and, and I I stopped getting dogs after a certain point, and and we made an exception for that dog because it was more like a person, and and like that's really what, what convinced me oh we're gonna keep this one I guess because he's acting like like he knows us like a human being, but um yeah it it works out great in the rhymes too you know. <laughs>
3: Uh, I forgot what point I was going to make with that. Oh, oh, well. No, yeah, like the, that's dope that you're mentioning about the dog because I always assumed it was Five Dog, the rapper, but I didn't realize how deep it went with y'all and Five the pet. I, I do remember in the studio too. Yeah, Five was always like in the, lurking behind the scenes too. So it's kind of like, it's kind of dope. And, and,
1: and you know, um, before, like a lot of people were already hip to tribe. Um, and, and tribe action, I have cousins and I have a lot of people don't know my mom's side of the family is from New York, like some multiple boroughs. I've, I've got cousins that, that grew up next door to Biggie, like next door and mob deep. And, uh, and uh, like most of my family in New York is from Flatbush and Avenue J. And if you know, New York hip hop, yeah, yeah, you know, that's, that's the epicenter of hip hop mm-hmm. in, in one part of New York. I got family in the Bronx and Long Island and my family from Long Island, they grew up next to a, uh, um, Fife and them. So, um, like it, it's, there's a deep connection, um, to, 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 that, to, to, to that, when, when I, when I, when I shout out the, 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 Brooklyn stuff, like, and, refer referred to Fife dog, but, um, I still can't remember what I was going to say about it, <laughs> but, um, I, I, you know, when, when, and uh, it's like a little thing we do because when, when, um, when No Sage Iowa and I were, uh, were, were auditioning to get signed by this local Chicago label, we did a song and we shouted out Iowa's dog at the time, Magic. And, and people would have thought, people assume we're talking about Magic Johnson, you know, and, <laughs> and so, and, and it was actually his dog. So, so like, uh, it 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 really it really works out it just worked out perfectly with those two dogs. Those dogs ended up hating each other, fife and magic. That's funny. They they lived together for a while. We had to separate them. They were homies at first, but they they it didn't work out. But uh
3: <laughs> that's dope. So yeah, I apologize. I do gotta roll out, but um no bag, I'm gonna let you close this out whenever you can.
4: Word. Yeah, great man. Definitely want to thank you for coming through, man. That fight story, man, is awesome. I mean, uh, yeah, I know I, I was a dog person like that too. When you lose a few of them, it's hard to go get another dog because you got these memories from the other dog. And I don't care what the new dog do, you want the old dog back. It's right. uh, it's hard to get over animals, man. But you know, man, thank you for coming on, man. We definitely want to get you. We want to get you and uh, and uh, I want the show together. That's the one I want to see. I want to see that magic. So you guys tell tell us some studio stories, man. I definitely want to see that happen. Word, we got
1: we got a show that's on. It's pretty much Iowa Rockwell Fest. Um, mm-hmm. It's gonna be June twenty fourth on mm-hmm. on Iowa and Rockwell in Chicago. So, uh, oh, I, really? so yeah, maybe we could. Uh, we're gonna be working on that set um, as soon as we we're done with Reggie's. We're gonna get to work on on uh, on that show. So I would love to like be on on there and and talk about, uh, future projects and, and, um, more dog stories. Like, uh, <laughs> it's funny, those, those dogs weren't allowed <laughs> in the lab after a while, just cause it's dog, <laughs> fire, but, but they were always around, you know?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 definitely. Thank you for coming on, man. And, uh, yeah, definitely. Um, this show will be up real soon, you know, check us out with podcasts available. And if uh, you go out there, listen to something dope today, go out there, you know, pet your animal, love your animal today, and have a good, have a good day, man. All Damn. right, peace. Thanks, Novak.
1: Peace. Right. Thanks for listening. Um, hey, y'all y'all need to follow me because I'm losing followers. Not not y'all, but the people listening to this podcast, y'all should follow me at Crave Chicago because I'm getting hated on.
4: Uh right, we got you, man. We got peace. you. We're going to bring no the followers, man.
1: Word, word. All
4: right, All right. peace, man. Peace
2: you know what this is This one is for the taking, too far they escalated. This one is how we make it, resourcing all creatives. This one is for the mating, the lovers and the haters. This one is for the noise complaining from the nosy neighbors. This one is for the gym rats, more cut up than your trainer. I still don't talk to strangers, if they don't come with favors. I'm the new flavor in your ear. It may come off as danger. I'm old school back then. I used to have a pager Now my watch has lasers My socks are famous My favorite girls are gamers Slash teachers, lawyers, hoopers Master debaters, ball players. This one is for the real ones Death to the traders My boots are made of gator This one is for the bangers Make sure you play first This one is for right now But make sure you play it later This it's the uh, smoothest transition To the new edition This one my
0: who is in this while you sit in lonely wondering who is missing this life no resurrection that's expected this news no revelation except you was hating so excuse debate then this one is precious sacred I sometimes take for granted this one is salty this one is sweet and this one is blanded this one is hard as granite we deal with what we stand in we're shaped by nature nurture and the traumas that we're handed it's so dramatic it's sin- it's scripted, panic, tragic, gifts of magic Can lift the baggage and rip the bandage off the maggot Shit's claiming some victim status Billionaires out for justice but can't be fucked to pay their taxes Get some black friends This shit isn't great unless you have it or you're a has-been And if you think you're taking back some shit You'll see some friction matched Animated and lit to match the energy that's dispatched Are you a match for this? Maybe you should cash it in back.